0: Chadwick Moore spent like hours and hours and hours and hours and hours with Tucker Carlson, did like extensive interviews with him, with his wife, with his father, all kinds of people. It is a phenomenal book. In light of the fact that gas prices are already astronomically out of control, he is now going to make the problem a bajillion times worse. That's
1: our president. We're all California now, everybody. Woo! You get a chance. Go to our website, scroll down, and you can see like subscribe, where it says subscribe, and then our heads are like this, and it's like that's where you can subscribe to our newsletter. And you should be doing that if you're not already doing that. I don't know what you're doing with your life. You should be doing that. Subscribe to our newsletter. And you can get happy news from us every single day. It may not be like actual happy news, right? but it's news. Not in this world. <laughs> Nonetheless, it is news from the chicks. You should be subscribed to that newsletter. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy, happy Friday,
0: indeed. Let's just, first of all, if you are in the New York City or Boston area, I hope you're bracing yourselves for a potential hurricane Hurricane Lee is coming at you and it's looking like it's going to be a cat five. So that's not good. Um, So hopefully everybody is taking appropriate precautions if you are in an impacted area. Um, So that is happening. Also, did you see that Megyn Kelly is interviewing Trump and that is going to be released,
1: I think, next Thursday? People will be interested to hear what she has to say because it's Megan freaking Kelly. Exactly. Exactly. So Mm -hmm.
0: I that is I cannot wait to watch that because Mm -hmm. she is not she's a tough cookie. Yes, she is not just going to let him slide or talk over her or do the things, you know, that he might want to try to do.
1: There won't be a bunch of softball questions. No, not at all.
0: Not at all. So that's going to be interesting. Um, Quick follow-up about yesterday's discussion about my whole hullabaloo in the hospital with my son. (laughs) It's because I mentioned a a person on Instagram who had compared... She'd asked, like, you know, is Thomas going to be coming with us when we move to South Carolina? And how we shouldn't leave him because when she tried to leave her dog in Utah or whatever... That didn't go well. And so it was just this, I was in a rage because I was like, I cannot believe you're comparing him to a dog. First of all, that's crazy. And second of all, please stay out of my business. (laughs) Uh, But it turns out she had not actually looked at all the pictures in my post. So she didn't know when I referred to T-Bone that that was my son. She thought that that was a dog name because she was only seeing that first picture of my girls. And so... I felt terrible for being upset. She felt terrible. She was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't I didn't look through the entire post. Anyway, it's all fine now. Gracie, if you're watching, we are good. Um, I told her that on Instagram too, but I don't know. She hasn't responded. So I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew that that is fine. Um, but I also did notice a lot of comments during the show yesterday from people who, you guys are all very well-meaning. And I, you know, obviously appreciate all the prayers and the well wishes that is, I, I, I like rub that right in. However, <laughs> I do notice, uh, and this happens with your migraines too. Mm-hmm.
1: All the time. People yeah.
0: just, I just feel like maybe there's a lesson that can be learned about peopling. And that is because I saw, here's a couple of examples of comments I saw yesterday. You need to change your son's diet since he has kidney stones. Uh, Somebody said, I have had kidney surgery and it's a breeze. Um, Somebody said, you should have asked for an airflow bed at the hospital. So these are things that I would just advise folks never to say to anybody ever, because you should assume that as the mom of a 26 year old who has been disabled since birth, I I know all the things. I've tried all the things. We have explored all the things. I know my kid. And so he's gone through kidney surgeries. He's tried different formulas. He is formula fed. We cannot change his diet. Please just, please stop.
2: (laughs)
1: When you know that Daisy has suffered from migraines, like for her entire adult life. You may not want to suggest like Excedrin Plus to somebody (laughs) who has had debilitating (laughs) autoimmune (laughs) disorders and migraines for 30 plus years. Yeah, because it's like, I probably have tried that maybe once or twice prayers are awesome and support is awesome. But like when when people have gone through situations, like advice, they're kind of like, really? Yeah. It's just, 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 it's sometimes it's
0: just inappropriate. I know people mean well, but it's totally, it's just, please know that that is not what anyone wants to hear (laughs) when they're going through a thing. It's just not helpful. So anyway, life lesson uh, for everybody about that. I have like the most exciting news personally. And that is if for those of you who've been around a long time, you know, my love for Robbie Williams, not Robin, Robbie Williams. He's a know, Robin Williams is
1: pretty awesome. Also awesome. Not digging it's at him at completely all. awesome. I like Robin Williams. She <laughs> likes Robbie Williams. Okay, I saying. like both, to
0: be fair. But Robbie Williams is like, you know, that's my... I've loved him for years and years and years. Yes. Kind of obsessed. There is going to be a Netflix
1: documentary about him. Oh, my four God. A four-part Netflix documentary. Why are they doing this to me? Why? <laughs> why, did, why does Netflix hate me? Why? <laughs> Don't understand. The excitement I have about this cannot be overstated, you I guys. Just, I, cannot. I, don't under, I don't understand. So excited. That. Why? Um, why are they doing this? Why Why do they keep trying to make him happen in the States? They keep trying to make... But Netflix is everywhere. I think it's because Netflix is, you know, it's
0: universal worldwide. International. Yeah, international. That's the word I was looking for. And so, you know,
1: some people care. So that Some people is mock. <laughs> it's me hi he's <laughs> the problem when we became best friends like what 15 years ago when we became best friends <laughs> she was like you have to become obsessed with Robbie Williams and she and I'm like have you do you know who I am I don't we're not it's not gonna happen it, and it didn't happen no matter how much I tried and I was like I don't think you and know I
2: tried
1: I oh, she tried, <laughs> she tried
2: so hard, I
1: try it with
0: everybody man I try mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, so that is super exciting for me. Um, (laughs) I wanted to share with everybody what Biden, President Biden's official account uh, yesterday. I could not believe this. I thought this can't be real. He couldn't. He cannot be doing this right now.
1: Brace yourselves, everybody.
0: This comes from the official POTUS account, and it reads, and I quote, my administration is canceling all remaining oil and gas leases issued under the last administration in the Arctic Refuge and proposing to protect 13 million acres in the Western Arctic. There's more to do, but we're taking action to meet the moment for future generations. This, in light of the fact that gas prices are already astronomically out of control, he is now going to make the problem a bajillion times worse. That's
1: our president. We're all California now, everybody. Woo! Can you even? I mean, can you even? Yes, this is what he wants. He wants all of us, or the the person who's pulling the strings. Yeah. That person wants us all to be California, you guys. That's what's gonna, so get ready for gas prices to go up. Exactly what she just said. (sighs) Because life doesn't suck hard enough right now when it comes to prices (laughs) of everything. That's what we need. Speaking of being in the hospital, when I packed a bag to go to the hospital, I
0: loaded up on the Healthy Cell Super Immune Boost. This stuff is like, this is magic in a packet. And in fact, I brought a bunch of extra with me to give to my son's caregiver who was helping me with discharge and all of that, um, getting him out of the hospital. And I was like, you need to take a million of these because this will get your immune system boosted. It's kind of, that's why it's so aptly named. By the way, I just want to tell you about the ingredients in this. It's 15 pills worth of vitamins and goodness for your immune system. You would have to spend like $85 in order to get everything that you get in this one packet. So it includes, among other things, vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin E, zinc, vitamin B, echinacea, elderberry, all kinds of really awesome things to support your immune system. So when you know you're going to be exposed to like a lot of people and a hospital is the worst place ever. And she, was,
1: she was texting me going, oh, my God, I feel so gross in here. <laughs> I mean, I, do
0: really-
1: I immediately am like, is
0: that a tickle in my throat? What's right. going on? She's freaking <laughs> out, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you guys. But this is what you need to make sure that you you are boosting your immune system. This is just one example of the amazing products from healthycell.com slash chicks. You can also do seven-day trial packs if you just want to try it and see if you like it. Um, you can do that. They're less than $20 right now. You're going to get 20% off your first order no matter what when you go to com slash Can I just share with everybody this book? If you have not yet gotten the uh, Chadwick Moore's biography of Tucker, this is an authorized biography. That means he has, Chadwick Moore spent like hours and hours and hours and hours and hours with Tucker Carlson and his entire family. Did like extensive interviews with him, with his wife, with his father, all kinds of people. It is a phenomenal book. If you are a fan I, yeah, of Tucker. I can't wait to read
1: it. I want to read it so bad.
0: Oh my God. So I wanted to just like give a little uh, pre highlight of just some of the amazing, I mean, I could go on and on forever, but I won't because you guys need to all read this. But one of the things I thought was so interesting, especially in light of what you and I do, because, and especially in light of some of the backlash, I in particular, but you have too, have gotten um, when we're critical of Trump, Mm-hmm. This passage was so important for me like to to for Tucker to say. I just loved it. So he said, this is a quote from the book. This is page 143. He says, "I'm always amazed by how many people assume that talk show hosts are merely pretending to be outraged or interested in the things that they talk about. I set them straight right away. Actually, I say, I believe every bit of it." sometimes more than I say on the air. They hate hearing this, but it's true. I believe everything I say, you have to. Arguing a position you don't really support is a surefire way to wind up loathing yourself. And I thought, you know, God bless him for saying that because so many people just think I should just not say what I think about things. I should say the things you guys want to hear. And I'm not ever going to do that. You're yeah. not ever going to do that.
1: I've actually had um, a, a, an old friend of mine say to me one time, I was perplexed by this. She was like, well, you don't actually believe everything that you say on the air, right? I mean, this was like a long time when we did radio. She was like, because not people don't believe everything that they say. Like the Rachel Maddows and like you guys don't actually believe everything you say, right? I mean, it's just, it's kind of like playing a part. And I oh was just, my God. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget. I mean, because this is a friend, a good friend of mine. And I thought, what in the world? Like, she thinks I'm actually like full of crap. Like, I, I can't. Of course, I believe oh everything that I say. How could we? It's kind of like, you know, just who we are. It's like right. who, who we are as people. You, I couldn't do this job unless I believed everything I believe. And I wanted to fight for our country and do everything. And we do it because we actually, because we, are so adamant about everything that's happening in our country. And if we, if we didn't believe everything we believe, there's no way I'd, I'd go get a job with a salary. You know, exactly, I mean? <laughs> it would be a hell of a lot easier. Believe me, because this is it's it's hard to do what we do every day to get. I mean, it really is. Listen, I'm not asking for sympathy. I'm just saying that it's like it's it's hard to get up every day and to do what we do and to because you do take hits. I mean, especially with like when we were in radio, it was. Man, it's like, of course we believe what we believe.
0: Well, it's like people are always like, you're being paid. You're like a DeSantis operative or a Karl Rove operative. It's all that nonsense. I'm just like, no, I'm just actually just telling you what I think about things. Exactly. Like, for real.
1: Yes. <laughs> and of course you have to believe what you, be- I mean, you have to get out there and you have to believe wholeheartedly in what you mm-hmm. are saying, or you could not do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. which is why I think, you know, cause she's like, She even said to me, she goes, because, you know, Rachel Maddow, she's kind of playing a role. And I'm like, no, I think Rachel Maddow actually believes the things that she says on the air. She believes the lunacy that's in her brain, Mm -hmm. which is why I don't have a lot of respect for.
0: Yeah. There's also, you know because i've been actually confused what does tucker think about trump like what does he genuinely think cuz there's the you know the rumors about the text messages that he said these things then he's but then he's with him all the time and he's been very positive They so, golf yeah. yeah 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 and so here's a here's a little bit about his thoughts on trump he said do i like trump i love trump but there are many levels to trump he was a completely ineffectual president he could not manage my household He's not a manager, and that's very frustrating to watch. The federal government is the largest organization in history. There's never been a larger organization. Millions of people, the largest budget, largest workforce, incredibly complex. I don't know how any person can control it. So that was very frustrating to watch, extremely frustrating, infuriating to watch his stated agenda get subverted by people who work for him. It was crazy, like watching someone's kids burn his own house down and he can't do anything about it. I really hated watching that and I was mad about it. So but and he goes on for pages and pages like how he doesn't think Trump is political, that he doesn't understand politics. I mean there's a lot of meat to to Tucker's view of Trump. That
1: just makes it so interesting. The so whole he thing. Loves, so he loves him. He yeah. loves his policies. He didn't like the way that that um he chose the people who worked underneath him, right? Because I mean, you have to do that, right? Especially yeah. even in, in business, you have to do that. <laughs> and the thing I think that sucks about that is that from a private sector perspective, he did such a good job of doing that, obviously, because mm-hmm. he was wildly successful. He is what he was in his, in his personal, like in a private sector space, he's wildly successful. When yeah. you get in the government, everything turns to crap. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> it because beca- it, it's political, right? I mean, like in a government space, it's all different. It's like they kind of choose things for you. And they're like, you can't have a, a personal uh, policy making. Like, you can't do that here. You can't do it because we choose for you. And it's not supposed to be that way in America. It's just and, not. And the, the
0: layers and layers and layers of bureaucracy. Oh, my God. And he it's- tried
1: so desperately to, to crack that. And mm-hmm. destroy that and go in there and then change it and drain the swamp. And man, they fought him. God, they fought him. And they still do. They, they still, still him. They're trying to destroy him. Yeah. Now, you guys know, I mean, when Tucker was on the
0: air on TV, he constantly battled that Media Matters organization and they set their sights on him all the time. So, you know, whenever he would snark about Media Matters, it was like one of my most favorite things. So Chadwick Moore in the acknowledgement section at the very end of the book, you know, he thanks like obviously the all the people that were responsible for helping him with the book. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's a paragraph that is my favorite. So this is what he says. I would also like to thank everyone at Media Matters for America and their affiliated sectarian drones in mainstream media who, <laughs> despite dedicating countless hours and entire assassination squads in the service of taking out Tucker Carlson. Ran and hid under the covers whenever asked for an interview. Oh Your God. insincerity and cowardice remain on full display for anyone paying the least amount of attention. Thank you for being so hideous and stupid.
1: <laughs> I love it. That's that my is favorite so thing. Fantastic. Oh my God. I love that so much. Isn't that
0: the greatest? Oh my uh, God. It's
1: beautiful. <laughs> love
0: that. Um Please, please go and get it. If you haven't gotten it, get it. It's Chadwick Moore. It's called Tucker. It is such a good book. Such a good book in every way. So many
1: interesting things about his background. Did we talk about him? I I don't know if we did or not, because it's been a really crazy week. But did we talk about, there's a clip, and I think um, I may have, no, I didn't put it on our Instagram, but I just, I liked it, and I commented on it on Instagram. It's about him, and he's talking some sort of an organization about how when they moved, to, he moved his family to a small town. At first he hated it because people would talk to him and he was like, you know, I got things to do. I got texts to answer. I got emails to answer. I'm way too busy for this. And I just, I got to, I got to schedule, man. I got to stick to a schedule. He said, but then after about a year, he settled into that. And he really started seeing that that is what is important. What's important is relationships with people. And so he started understanding that that like he had been away from that for so long because he had been in the hustle and bustle of like the media business and all that kind of stuff. And then when he moved to the small town, it's like people were asking him, hey, how's your dog? Yeah. You know, and like that was the actual example. I'm not even paraphrasing. That was the example that he used. He's like, how's your dog? You know, how's your family? Stuff like that. And then he was like, this mm-hmm. is what life is all about. Life is about interpersonal um, relationships, interpersonal connections with people. And he has settled into that place in his life, where that's where he is now. And so he gets it, you know what mm. I mean? He, gets oh, it. Yeah. he totally gets it. And I love that now. I love that about him is that he understands that. And, um, that's a beautiful place to be, you know, it is. I've just, I mean, there's everything about the book made me love him more. Yes. You know what I mean? You, you come
0: away from it just feeling like, man, he is had such an interesting life with his mother I, I utterly abandoning him and like cuz i always thought oh he just grew up in california in this like hoity toity country club way and that's partly true but but there's also a lot of family drama and he had a huge bout with alcoholism for a long time i mean there's he's a fascinating person and more does a, a, a phenomenal job of presenting tucker as a as a whole human it's just so good. I mean, I just cannot recommend it enough. So I hope everybody checks that out. Now, if you are a Facebook insider or a local supporter, then you got a, a special treat. What was it? A Two weeks ago when we were together in Nashville, we did a video that gave people 24 hours to get their hands on a free this size sample of the microbiome shield, the um, moisturizer, which is amazing. So and great. that's one of the benefits. That's one of the perks of being a Facebook insider or local supporter is that you get some of these more interesting and just specially for you opportunities. But everyone has an opportunity to go to slash chicks and check out the amazing summer essentials, most popular package. It includes uh, so many of their best, best products. Uh, and the microbiome shield is a personal favorite. Because what did I, how did I refer to it in the um, the video? I said it actually feels very shieldy,
1: right? Yes. yes. It's like a probiotic, it's a probiotic kind of, it's for your face. It's like a probiotic for your gut. This is for your face. I know it sounds yes. weird, but it actually works and it's fantastic.
0: It is absolutely amazing. You can have such huge savings right now When you go to genucell.com slash chicks, use code chicks, you can save up to 70% off of their most popular package. Check them out immediately and get yourself some of that amazing moisturizer.
3: What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At US Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join US Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
4: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues, and all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, so we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.
0: Okay, so let's do some, oh, one more really quick uh, celebrity note that Rihanna's name, the baby's name, her new baby's name just came, it was what just released. It? riot <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god no she did not name her kid riot
0: now she balanced it out with the middle name rose but yes it's riot rose oh my god These the celebrate they, they just hate their kids they hate them <laughs> they hate their
1: children i just <laughs>
0: don't what is wrong with them
1: you know, I know what i mean i, I just, know, I, I, just I don't I just riot I don't yeah riot. riot riot rose riot rose <laughs>
0: Uh, Okay, so I thought today was going to be like a shorter
1: show and we are on track
0: for it. You are always (laughs) wrong about that. She
1: says this like every single day. I think it's going to be it's going to be short, Daisy. It's going to be short. And I'm always like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, right. (laughs) But we got
0: some serious videoing to get to. Um, And we're going to kick it off with the one of the most idiotic senators, Chris Van Hollen. He's being asked by a reporter at CNN about Joe Biden's age, the concern with that voters feeling very concerned about it. And here is how Chris Van Hollen responds.
5: Including Democrats say they are concerned about President Biden's age. In fact, 49% say it is their biggest concern about Biden as a presidential candidate. Why do you think they feel that way? Well, John, look, I haven't seen the
6: details of this poll, but I think that at the end of the day, Americans are going to look at performance in office. And President Biden has had one of the most productive Uh, three, four years uh, in office uh, than any presidents in recent history, including an amazing set of legislative accomplishments.
1: God, these people are so high. And they got together in a room, they're like, this is what we're going to say. We're going to say that he's performed really well. No, he hasn't. He's been on vacation half of his presidency. And on top of that, we just found out that he's going to raise gas prices Like on top of everything else. How is that production? Like, how is that being productive? Oh my! God. I mean, if you if you want to say that he's been productive at destruction, yeah, there you go. I guess that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <It's> just, <gasps> these people are just—they get together and they they—it's like they get in a room and they say, "What are we going to say that it? Like, what's the the bullshit catchphrase <laughs> that we can right. say to everybody where maybe they'll buy it? We're not buying it. We're just not no. buying what they're selling. Not
0: buying it at all. Because we're
1: living it. We're living reality. Yeah. I mean, everybody feels the prices of everything being astronomically high yeah and living paycheck to paycheck i mean most of us are living paycheck to paycheck whereas there's a small you know like a small percentage of the country which is basically the senators and the congressmen and the president that don't have to live paycheck to paycheck and we're paying their salaries Mm -hmm. congratulations
0: well and i i don't know who this interviewer is of kamala but She's going to she's going to, again, bring up the age thing and she does it twice, which is really bizarre the way that she does this. But in this first clip that you're going to see, she brings brings up Biden's age and Kamala's age even in as an introduction to how many Republicans are criticizing and going after Kamala specifically. And they want and whoever this chick is wants Kamala to react to the criticism. And here's what happens.
2: So you're 58 now. If you win a second term, as you and the president are running to do, he would be 86 at the end of it. And we are seeing Republican candidates hone in on you. In particular, as being next up for that job. Nikki Haley says, A vote for Joe Biden is a vote for President Harris. Chris Christie, I want to be clear that I pray every night for Joe Biden's good health, not only because he's our president, but because of who our vice president is. Ron DeSantis, Harris is Biden's impeachment insurance. People know if she were president, batter the doors. As bad as Biden did, it would get worse. How do you respond to all of that? We are delivering for the American people.
1: God. That was a brutal question though. It's like basically everybody says that you suck. Right. How do you respond? How do you respond? Like, Go. We're
0: delivering for the American people. Shut up, Kamala. Oh
1: God. That was a really I mean that question was just loaded. It's like here's all the criticism of everybody against you. Try <laughs> to And she has nothing to say to that. She has no. nothing. It's like, we're delivering now. What are you doing? What are you specifically doing? Has, mm-hmm. I mean, has she ever been to the, has she, did she ever go to the border? No. Yeah. No. now she's the AI czar. And so I'm sure she's yeah. working really hard on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anytime somebody calls you a czar, you're not working hard. No, you're there's not. no work. There's no work there. Mm-mm.
0: So like I said, the, the
1: age thing and specifically Kamala being
0: 58 and Joe Biden, you know, being 86 being at the end of the second term. She says it again, like this this reporter is obsessed, but this is the lead up to a, an entirely different question about whether Kamala is ready to take his place. Here it is.
2: You're 58 now, if you win second term, as you and the president are running to do, he would be 86 at the end of it. The Wall Street Journal had a poll showing two thirds of Democrats say Joe Biden is too old to run again. Are you prepared to be commander in chief? Yes, I am, if necessary. But Joe Biden is going to be fine. And let me tell you something, I work with Joe Biden every day. The work that under Joe Biden's leadership our administration has accomplished is transformative. I think the American people most of all want a leader who actually gets things done.
1: This like she so she asked the same question but the, but she's so fixated on the age thing which I mean is great cuz we're all fixated on the age thing but man she just like kept asking that over and over. I wonder if she asked right? it a third time.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't listen to any more because I just thought I have
1: I've reached the up with which I can no longer put. <laughs> <for> the the <laughs> third time she was like, "Did did you know that he's going to be 86?" I don't know if I've pointed this out but he's going and to be And you're 50 and you're 58. Did you know that you're 58? <laughs> listen I mean it's because it is an issue. If, think about that 86 years old. He's going to be 86 you guys. What are we doing? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. And then that guy previously that we watched in the video before he's like, I mean it's it's fine because he's 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 been really productive. He's been right. super productive. No, he's going to be 86. Like that's outrageous. There's no nobody should be running for president that's going to be 86 years old. Nobody. I don't yeah. care who it is. I don't care how like cognitively able you think that they are. He's going to be 86. That's outrageous.
2: Oh it's my not God.
0: okay. It's not okay that this none is, of it. It's none of it is okay. Um. Okay. So I've got a longish clip to share with everybody because i there was no way to cut it this needs to be this piggybacks very nicely on a conversation that we were having yesterday about vivek and the and the changes in attitude towards him that your daughter-in-law has been having right. and that some other young folks have been having vivek is is starting to get some a lot of criticism and he was interviewed by Mehdi Hassan. That's why my name today is Maki Hassan, because <laughs> Mehdi Hassan, I can't remember which, if he's an MSNBC guy or a CNN guy, it doesn't matter. They're basically But he, the yeah. yeah, exactly. He interviewed uh, Vivek for quite a, quite a while. And there was a question, because Vivek accepted a scholarship from George Soros uh, way back in college, uh, or after college. And the scholarship was a lot of money. I think it was like, I don't know, $150,000. It was like some crazy amount of money. At the time, Vivek was doing quite well financially. And so Mehdi is trying to make this point that since Vivek was making money, it was, it was unethical or immoral somehow for okay. him to accept free money. Okay. And,
1: I, I don't know if I agree with that. Like just before we watch the video, I don't know if I yeah. necessarily agree with that because I, like it were me and somebody was giving me free money. I don't know if I'd necessarily turn it away. Why, why <laughs> but, would anybody, why, why? Right. I don't know if I would do that. I just don't know if I would you guys. So I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm not sure if, if, um, if I'm one to say, oh my God, that's just unethical for you to, especially if it, I don't care who it is. If somebody's saying, I'll give you $150,000, here you go. And you're, I mean, you're worthy of it for whatever reason, right. like whatever the requirements of that were. If then- I'm not in debt, if I'm not indebted to that person in any way, yeah. why would I not take $150,000? If I, if I can just be like, okay, I don't have to deal with you ever for the rest of my life. You're going to give me 150,000. Why wouldn't I take it? It's so it's this is, I, so I, that's the thing is I'm t- I am
0: totally agree with you. And that should have been a pretty easy thing for Vivek to say. And he does kind of say that at one point, but he is not effective in fighting back against Mehdi Hassan's point here. And it was really weird for me to see Vivek struggle this way, because normally he's like the best debater ever. And so it's a bit of a longer clip, but I couldn't cut it. I think you need to see the whole thing in the whole context and then we can discuss. Here it is.
7: You say you are anti-identity politics, yeah. anti-affirmative action in a party that hates the Soros name, yet you accepted a Paul and Daisy Soros scholarship at law school, the law school that was specifically set up for the children of the immigrants. It was an affirmative action scholarship. And your defense for that is that you didn't have the money to pay for law school, even though you'd already made over a million dollars at the time and made my, another my two million dollars. My defense of that you is if somebody you gives you a money. merit
4: scholarship at the age of 24. You no, take you told it. The at the, right the age of 24, 24 somebody gives you a merit scholarship. You take it. I didn't say I didn't have the money. I said at a time when I had a lot less money than now, $50,000 no, you said, you said was exactly, still useful I didn't have the to money, money, me. They?
7: You keep forgetting your quote. You said, when yeah, I didn't well, have
4: the money. So, so, Medi, I've made this really easy for everybody. And I did this yeah. in the early weeks of the campaign. Yeah. I released 20 years of tax returns. Yes, you something did. Something that no presidential candidate, let alone somebody who's successful in business, has done. I challenged yes, Democrats and Republicans alike, and, and including we the Biden to family, to do it. And we and, looked at and you them know what? it. Re- I released it so that you could look at them, so we can have Thank an honest conversation. Thank you so much. And I appreciate that. The fun thing I'm i learned, I do appreciate that. Yeah, I think that transparency is important. Look, here's, here's two, so it's. So we have two thousand nine, and everybody can and see it. Exactly. We
7: have two thousand nine and two thousand ten. the fact that matters, you know what I would advise? You know we every 20, every,
4: hold on, you every told me to twenty-four years, take two thousand nine
7: and two thousand ten. You made seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You had the money to pay for law school. You didn't need a Soros affirmative action scholarship that you now criticize. Yeah, I mean.
4: None of this is worthy, but if you think it is, let's get to the detail. That was well, actually the I, I, first big piece of money. You say you're anti-affirmative action. Was, well, you took a scholarship for immigrants I'm anti-affirmative action. So why do you take a
7: scholarship so which, for the
4: children of immigrants? W- which falsehood would you like me to address? The financial one or the or the one about my views on affirmative did, action? Because I can go in you whichever not, order you'd like. Did you not make $750,000? Like. Uh, piece dollars. Of it. Not at not at the time that I had applied for the scholarship yes, that fall. Yes, you that did. December. Yes, you did. On Decemb- this Medi, is, this is awkward for you. Because believe you me, did. Dis- I've got the tax returns. No, my it's face. not awkward for you. Yes. Right, on talk, December what, 31st, when the application for the scholarship was that October. Mehdi, you're wasting your time on childish details in October details of that year when to I applied me. for that Go scholarship. On. And it was, well, guess what? The bonuses that a hedge fund pays, and it's it's a shame that, again, you, yeah. you don't have to be an expert on this, but if you're going to spout out, you better know something yeah. about it. People yeah. pay at a hedge fund the bonuses at the end yes. of a year, and on yes. December 31st, that's when I was paid. I applied for the scholarship in um, September, and I did not grow up in a wealthy year, family. Vivek. You made more money the previous year. I you made $200,000 right? pre-tax or whatever it was. No, you
7: didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You're now selling flat. In 2009, you, you made You have my tax returns six, in
4: front of you. I do. don't remember what I made in 2009. In
7: 2009, you made $650,000. In 2010, you made less, $450,000. So the pre- argument that you only made the pre-tax. money pre-tax. Pre-tax. pre the scholarship, pre the sc- <laughs> Oh, so now we're bringing tax into it. We've been using gross many, numbers. Many, yeah, absolutely. You're, like, How you're much, wrong on this. Go back to check your tax returns. $50,000 obviously makes a big difference. And then you accepted a Soros scholarship for $50,000 when you didn't
4: need it. S- well, you know what? The fact is, Mehdi, is $50,000 did make a big difference to me back then. And anybody who has a few hundred thousand dollars in the bank is going to take $50,000 without strings attached. Take the scholarship. But my question for you is, why on earth are you as an intelligent person interested in politics obsessing over a 24 year old $50,000 scholarship? Oh, I'm interested in, in truth. It would seem beneath Vivek. you. I'm, it's, it's we have, of, we it's have one, a it's country to fix. And I, I'm interested in truth. And many, like that's why I released twenty the year, truth. Mitty, that is why I released 20 years of tax records. Tell your friends in you the Biden them. administration to do the same thing.
1: Okay, so I don't but here's the thing, though. Like somebody said you don't take it because of integrity. I don't. Okay, but what how is this that whole thing gave me a freaking migraine? Because he would not, <laughs> that guy would not shut You should try Excedrin. I know. <laughs> I totally will. I absolutely will after the show. He but he... He, listen, he wouldn't let him talk. And so it was hard for me to understand like what was going on there. I mean, it was a, yeah. he's a terrible interviewer. I can't God, just shut up for two <laughs> seconds and let him answer a question. Just calm down. And everybody just talk, you know, I hate it when people ha- conduct interviews that way. First I know. Of all. Second of all, like if he in fact took money, whether he was making money or not. Okay. If he took a scholarship, which I guess with the scholarship, you don't have to pay it back. That's my assumption, right? right? It's not exactly. like, It's not like you're taking a loan. I mean, if you take a scholarship, you get a scholar. I mean, people get scholarships every day. And sometimes there are people I know or I've seen people get scholarships and their parents make gobs and gobs of money. So what is the difference? I don't don't, know. And it's
0: an integrity thing. If anything, you are draining some money from George Soros. Right.
1: More power to you. Exactly. What the (laughs) hell? It's like, so what? So George Soros is $50,000 less rich. Yeah, I don't understand that point. How does that have what does that have to do with integrity? I mean, it's like exactly. I don't, he took money, it's he took money and he used it for his education. And I don't, it's so, and there's no, and like he said, there's no strings attached. And he, this guy's pissed off because Vivek makes money and he happened to get a scholarship. Listen, there are a lot of scholarships out there that the money just sits and kids don't even know that it's there. I, I encourage my daughter, I'm like, go find them. When you get to the point where you get to the, where you're looking for colleges to go to, go find those scholarships for the love of God, (laughs) go find (laughs) the scholarships and see if you can get those scholarships and those grants and find them because there's a lot of money out there that's, that needs to be taken Mm -hmm. from people. And I don't care where you get them. And scholarships are typically not income based, right? You know
0: what I mean. If if there's like a merit scholarship, athletic scholarships, it, they don't. It doesn't matter what you, what your income level is. Yeah, you are awarded scholarship based on merit, talent, whatever. And and maybe that you know, if they wanted to fight about the affirmative action angle, that would be one thing. That I you know, that's a thing. And and that's the part where I was like, okay, Vivek, how are you going to respond to that piece? He should. He, are you yeah. going to say? Well, back then, I mean, I was a young college student. I had different thoughts about affirmative action then than I do now. Fine, but like, say it. And yet, granted, he wasn't given much
1: of an opportunity. To I was actually just going to say he wasn't <laughs> given an opportunity to say anything. Yeah, I mean, it's I, so that whole conversation was God. It was enough to make your blood pressure go through the roof. Well, unfortunately, I have another um,
0: because. <sighs> Apparently, and this was another, I, th- I feel like Vivek did not handle this well. Back um, after January 6th, a few days after January 6th happened, Vivek had tweeted that Trump's behavior on January 6th was abhorrent or like he used a very, very strong word to describe how wrong he thought Trump behaved on January 6th. Medi wants him to answer the question, the very specific question, what behavior was so egregious what did trump do specifically that you made that comment about that was abhorrent and vivek cannot answer this question you guys and it does not look good check this out
7: you say he behaved in downright abhorrent behavior that makes him a danger to democracy yeah, what was so, it that so was downright let's, tell me let's what be, he did that was downright let's, abhorrent let's
4: actually be Let's actually be really fair to your audience. So on January 10th, 2021, thereabouts, days after that incident, I wrote an op ed in the Wall Street Journal arguing that censorship was the real cause of what happened on January 6th. When asked in response, somebody asked me the question, are you, that's, that's, well, that's what I wrote. I'm giving you the facts of what I said. That's a hard fact that was published in the Wall Street Journal. When pressed on, was that condoning what Trump did? My answer was no. There's a difference between a bad judgment and a crime. And, and we you're need to my be question. able to tell the what difference in this country. What did Donald Trump do no, I'm not in your, your view
7: that was downright abhorrent?
4: Second time around. I, I think that, that the thing that I would have done differently if I were in his that's shoes not what I asked is I would a, have respect. declared re election on that's January 7th. I'll ask that, a third That's time. exactly the thing what I would have done. What
7: did Trump do that was egregious, quote, downright abhorrent, and a danger to democracy? Can you just explain to our viewers your words?
4: So so, so, so you're, you're mixing two different quotes, but what did I think was reprehensible about what happened that day? Look, I think that the way a true leader should have handled that situation should have been to actually say, this is me running for re-election, yeah. not actually litigating what is already passed in behind us. And I would have done things differently. That is not a crime, I, though, I, what he I did. Understand, and the reason the, what, I have been the, so vehement. You keep saying no, what you would have done. this is what I hear from your mouth. No, no, I it, not, unless you're scared of him, why wouldn't you maybe, say what maybe, he did that was maybe, downright I'm not gonna, abhorrent? I'm not going to let you... Stitch. Okay,
5: you're
7: stitching together let's, three things with three replacements. Let's stop the tweet. To let's put the tweet. Do you want Trump? Do last you want week to have an actual wrong? conversation? Yes, I want you to answer my question, Vivek. Three Many, times I've asked it. What did Trump reply. do that and, and, was and, downright abhorrent? It's a yes. simple question. It's your words. It's on screen. I think what did he fact, do that was downright I abhorrent?
4: I believe that failing to unite this country falls short of what a true leader ought to do. That is why I'm in this race, is to do things differently than any prior president has done them. That's the hard truth, okay? And that's what now, made the reality is. And the media. Well, the reality is none of that is a crime, really? and the reason, so vocal, okay. the reason I have been so vocal—the reason I have been so vocal—is because when somebody actually prosecutes somebody for a bad judgment, and I've been I, clear, I, I understand your judgments to the litigation, I would have made I understand different that. judgments. That's what that what I asked is I a distinction we have to draw. Understood. I mean,
0: yikes!
1: <laughs> People are like, my heart rate is too high right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Enough, enough. Don't show me enough. I, but do you see he never could answer that question? I mean, ever. I think that, listen, I think that his campaign is unraveling a little bit just because of stuff like that. He did so well in the debate. He yeah. really did well in the debate. But even like, um, you know, like our my older kids are just like, it, it was a little too good to be true. You know, like I just, it, it was One of uh, my daughter in law, she was like, I really like that Doug Burgum guy. You know, (laughs) I don't even remember anything he said, not a thing. She was like, I really liked him. He's kind of calm. You know, (laughs) he seemed kind of calm. He seemed like a dad. Like, I need somebody that's like a dad, you know, which is so interesting to me when you hear a millennial (laughs) say, I I need a dad figure running the country. I need somebody who's going to be like, Come on, kids, let's, you know. And so, you know, if it's not Trump, it's got to be a dad. It's got to be somebody who's at the dad age, not the grandpa age, but like the dad age, who's going to be like, let's, let's just, you know, everybody get in the car. (laughs) We're going, we're going for ice cream. Oh my God. Cause it's, you know, this is the thing. I think they just need somebody that's going to be able to do this. It's They like the ideas of Vivek. They like how vivacious he is. They like his enthusiasm. They like all that. But then when he gets into an interview situation, like what we just saw. I mean, normally he's great he's at these great, kinds of interviews. Right. He's great. This was that, not a good and, performance from him. And you have to know that you're going to start getting called out on this stuff. You yeah. Know, you have to be prepared for these things. So,
0: And those I words know. were his. I mean, he Absolutely. was being asked, just say what he did wrong. Yeah. You called the behavior abhorrent. What behavior specifically are you referring yeah.
1: to? And you're going on MSNBC, man. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to try to get you. Yeah. yeah. And that guy is just going to make, make sure that he attacks you. Exactly. So that's uh-huh. that really something. Uh, you
0: guys, I learned something the other day about fastgrowingtrees.com chicks. And that is fast growing trees or any tree or any plant for that matter, fall is the time to plant a whole bunch of things. I don't have green thumbs, so I don't know anything about anything when it comes to plants, but I did learn that fall is the right time to plant certain somethings, depending on what those somethings are. And if you are looking for a certain something for either your backyard, your front yard, or inside, fastgrowingtrees.com chicks has everything that you could ever want when it comes to plants, trees, flowers, fruit trees, shrubs, all of it. They've got everything that you can imagine. And the best part is that they have so much support on their website and that you can contact whenever you have questions about planting anything that you get from fast growing trees. And what's amazing too, there's a reason why they've got like millions of happy customers. They are the largest, they have the largest selection online in the world of things that you can plant to beautify your home or garden or yard. And they, d- they tell you based on where you live in the country, what the best things are to plant in your climate, in your area. They make it also easy. And then when they send you Whatever it is that you order from them, everything comes super well packaged and ready to plant with super clear instructions. That is why someone as dumb as I am, when it comes to all kinds of greenery, that's why I have a thriving lilac tree in my front yard right now. And I have a
1: rose bush. Can you believe it, you guys? I know, it's so us. weird. I have a rose
2: bush. Like who would have thought?
0: I mean, that's kind of impressive. If you know us at all, you realize how impressive this is. <laughs> So join the other happy millions of customers at fastgrowingtrees.com slash chicks. Save 15% off of your entire order when you go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash chicks. You're going to love their stuff. I know we do. So check them out today. Okay, let's do some COVID stuff because DeSantis and his surgeon general in Florida had some things to say. Uh, We're going to kick this off with Jesse Waters, who interviewed DeSantis the other day, asking specifically, because you've heard DeSantis say things like, when I'm president, there's going to be a reckoning. And so Jesse Waters wanted to ask specifically, what does that mean when we're looking at COVID and the return of COVID, of course, and potentially masks and all the mandates and whatnot? What does a reckoning look like in a DeSantis administration? Here's the answer.
5: What would a DeSantis reckoning look like? Well, first of all, you take something like an FDA. They're basically a subsidiary of Big Pharma. Uh, We're not going to allow people in the FDA to leave the FDA and cash out in pharma. It's like a revolving door. That's why you have them approving an mRNA vax for six-month-old babies for COVID. There was no uh, evidence to support that. They're doing it because of that relationship. Uh, We are going to clean house at places like the CDC. They didn't follow the science during COVID. They followed the narrative during COVID, and that was very, very destructive. So we will clean house with personnel. You're going to have people in with me, like my Surgeon General in Florida, Dr. Joseph Latipo. You'll have people like Jay Bhattacharya from Stanford. These are people that were right about COVID from day one. They were pilloried by a very politicized scientific establishment, but they stood their ground and they've been proving right. Those are the people that need to be in positions, not the political actors that we've seen over the last four or five years
1: amen to that why is he tanking so hard
0: i don't know i don't know it's like what he he literally has done everything right from a conservative perspective like he has not put a foot wrong and
1: yet people are just so mad at him for having him. the
0: audacity to run against trump yeah because that's like are,
1: he's ruined i mean we're just putting the stuff out there we're just putting the news out there that's all we're doing and it's like it's just so interesting to me how people just despise this guy. I don't understand it. I don't understand the. But you ask for him. what he did wrong, and they like grasp onto these ridiculous
0: conspiracy theories that he's like Bush backed and like Karl. R- like he's addressed these things a million times, and it doesn't matter how good his results are. People are just they are just dismissing him, and I'm like, this is idiotic. I don't understand it, but I'll never understand it. Yeah, I don't. Um, but he would he would pick the right people around him. He always has picked the right people around him. And Latipo, who he mentioned, the Surgeon General, also spoke out yesterday about this new vaccine, this new booster that they're coming out with that they're recommending again for itty-bitties, which is freaking bonkers. Here's Latipo addressing that.
8: There's a, there's, there's, you know, there's a new vaccine that's coming around the corner, a new mRNA COVID-19 vaccine. And there's... There's there's essentially no evidence for it. There's been no clinical trial done in human beings showing that it benefits people. There's been no clinical trial showing that it is a safe product for people. And not only that, but then there, there are a lot of red flags. So something that you don't hear much about, but we'll be talking more about, is that there are multiple studies now from around the world. Brazil, I think Australia, United States, that show that over time, these vaccines, these mRNA COVID nineteen products, actually increase your chances of contracting COVID nineteen. Um, that's you know that's not normal.
1: How can you not do clinical trials? I don't understand. Right? I cannot wrap my brain around this. I used to work in pharma. I did. I worked in pharma for decades. I don't understand. That's the whole point. <laughs> like you you go through that's why people will bitch and moan about oh my god the pharmaceuticals are so expensive one of the reasons they're so expensive is because you go through years and years and years of clinical trials for a drug that's why it takes i mean honest to god like i i can't i just can't wrap my brain around the fact that like he's talking about how there's no clinical trial for uh, this what how (laughs) how is that even happening i don't understand i don't understand I Somebody needs to it, explain this to me. Like that, they're just pushing this stuff out, and it's not been tested on humans. What is uh, for years? Well, and and, and RFK Jr. talks about that,
0: and we've got a clip of him talking about the lack of of studies that are done for safety oh of some God. of these
1: vaccines. Yeah, you that do is just you, unbelievable safety and efficacy. You do uh, mm-hmm. separate. There, I'm just astounded. Like, what is even happening in our country right now? I know What's the it's, hell. It's, Bonkers. Here is a woman at that same um
0: forum that La- that you just heard Latipo at. I just love her because she's she's just like a regular person saying what what clicked for her during the first COVID re- response and how this. She's explaining basically why she has come around to the conservative way of thinking because of what we all went through. And I just love how regular she is about it. How she just puts it. She's awesome. Watch.
3: It was during the masking where our school board defied the governor's orders. Joe Biden <laughs> encouraged the school board to defy that order as well. Former Mayor Lenny Curry extended the mandates every 30 days. What about special needs kids who are still standing up for these kids? Why are not we taking those arrows? I started to use a lot of common sense. Why can Nancy Pelosi get her hair done, but my son can't play at the playground? That does not make sense to me. No. Why is the NFL and the NBA on TV insulting our intelligence, but our kids cannot have social interactions? No.
1: I love her. Yeah, I love her too. She's got her (laughs) Moms for Liberty shirt on. Yeah. yeah. They're going to call it, they're the next, they're going to call her a white supremacist.
8: <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. You know, exactly. that's coming.
1: And she's going to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so here's that clip that I mentioned too. RFK, mm-hmm.
0: I think this was on the Rogan show, probably, where he's talking about, I didn't even know that he was part of the Trump administration at all in any way, or that he sued Dr. Fauci for documentation of previous safety studies on yeah, vaccines. Where
1: does, where does that stand? Well, what is the update on that? Well, it's in this. Like, okay. The, the, this is, I just was blown away. But by I mis- mean, that's, but my point, my point is, is he in jail? Like, is he going to go to jail? Like, right. This, I know. This, like, when does that guy go to jail? That's what I want. Like, when? I need somebody to tell me when that troll is going to jail. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's countless the things that this guy has done. Like, when I saw this yesterday, I was just like, what? Again, with the Fauci stuff. And yet he's still being paraded on all the networks, telling us what to do with our health.
0: Enough. Yeah. I know. I know. This was this was fresh information uh, to me. Perhaps it will be to you too. Take a listen.
6: I never knew anybody with a peanut allergy. Why do five of my seven kids have allergies? Not one of these 72 vaccines has ever been tested, never been done. In 2016, Donald Trump asked me to serve on a Vaccine Safety Commission, and I agreed to do it. He then ordered Fauci and Collins to meet with me, and during that meeting, there was a referee there from the White House. And I said to Fauci, I gave kind of a lecture showing what we knew. I had a PowerPoint. I said, Tony, can you show me one vaccine that has been subject to a safety test? They had brought in from NIH this big tray full of file folders. And he made a a show of kind of looking through that at the time. He couldn't find whatever he was looking for. So then he said, he'll send it to you. Well, he never did. So Aaron and I sued him and said, show us one study that's ever been done on relicensing safety testing for vaccines. And after a year of stonewalling, they finally gave us.
1: And we don't have any. We don't have any. We don't have any safety tests. Can you say there were no safety trials? What is even happening? I can't, be- I can't believe this. I have zero regrets <laughs> for not taking the damn thing. I'm not, I'm not putting any of that in my kid. Yeah. I mean, over, I my, just, dead, wow. over my dead body. If they bring that crap back and they start mandating it. Oh, the revolts. <laughs> I mean, it's like, there's no way you're not shoving that crap and you're not getting it near my kid. You're not coming near my kid. Yeah. Speaking
0: of DeSantis, one more clip about him, because he blew up at a reporter yesterday who dared to tie him to the Jacksonville shooting. When people do this, it's absolutely just I. it's so mind numbingly stupid that people are saying, well, because of the laws in Florida, you are at personal fault for a psychopath murdering people. And he was not about to take it. And so, this is, I love it when DeSantis gets angry and just fights back. He's not willing to take this abuse from anybody, and I like that fighting spirit. Here it is.
5: So, first of all, uh, I did not allow anything with that. Well, listen, excuse me, I'm not going to let you accuse me of committing criminal activity. I am not going to take that. I am not going to take that. So, you, you should, you want to have a civil conversation, that's one thing. Try to say that I'm letting, that guy was Baker acted he should have been he should have been ruled ineligible but they didn't involuntarily commit him and so they weren't no no i don't no no there is the truth there is something about the truth it's not everyone doesn't have their own truth no you don't get to come here and 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 blame me for some madman that is not appropriate and i'm not going to accept it Oh, that is nonsense. It, that is such nonsense. We've done more. We've done more to support law enforcement in this state than anybody and throughout the United States. Our crime rate in Florida is at a 50 year low. Anyway, yeah. I
1: love that. I love it. Yeah, when again, back. with the like, I just I, I'm kind of just listen, you can think what you want about that guy, but just enough with the narrative. Seriously. I just and I wish that he and Trump would just get along, you know? <laughs> Honestly, things a lot easier. Yeah, that's how I feel about that. And I wish the DeSantis people and Trump people would get along. It's all stupid and bullshit. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of all of it, you guys. Seriously. Yeah, our side, I'm our side, man. It's just oh my so God, dysfunctional it's so and stupid. Bunch of toddlers.
0: You are about to see some gold star moms being interviewed. A very, very powerful clip that I had to share, especially for the last tiny bit. You're I mean, the rage that you will feel on behalf of these women, just get ready. And and they are very, very blunt about their feelings about President Biden and their reaction to him. And this is a must see. Later, the remains of all
6: 13 service members would arrive at Dover Air Base greeted by President Biden. But these families say he offered little comfort.
2: The administration didn't seem to know our story they didn't seem to know Nicole's name our names Um, people from the military certainly knew our story Nicole's name our names and that was expressed to us in a way that felt very genuine and loving but when it came to the people in suits it it felt disingenuous and um, hollow. First, he called
3: me Mrs. Lopez, and I was not Mrs. Lopez. And he just talked about his son and said how much he knows or he understand how do we feel because he lost this kid and he didn't feel, he didn't know how we feel because he was there with his son when he passed. We didn't have that privilege. We receive our kids in a casket. I just feel so disrespectful by that man because it was all about him. We had decided as a family that we would um, not meet with the president, so we were actually in a, a room um, on the side. We had decided because strong opinions, and then out on the on the tarmac, it made it even worse. Um, the disrespect that we were shown with him checking his watch, um, not even looking at us. I, 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 it was just total disrespect.
6: Someone screamed at President
3: Biden, burn in hell. That was my daughter. Yes. And she meant it. Oh, my God. Damn. Oh,
0: my God. Can you even? Yes. I, l- I mean, who was that? God. Who was the, who was the interviewer again? Who
1: was the interviewer? Martha Raddatz,
0: I think okay. is her name. Yeah.
3: Oh, wow. I
0: mean, when she was like, that was my daughter and And she meant meant it. it. Oh,
1: man. I just, man, that was so good. That everybody needs to see that. Yeah. That's good stuff right there.
0: I thought everybody would appreciate this little commercial, quote unquote, that live action put together showing a woman going to a CVS pharmacy to request an abortion pill. And she's got questions about that medication. <laughs> Take a look.
3: It's in there with the Pristone and Misoprostol. And these are the abortion pills, right? Yes. Actually, I'm having second thoughts. Are these organic? Excuse me? Organic. Like, made without preservatives and chemicals and stuff. Those are abortion pills. Right. But, like, I would never put anything toxic into my body. And, like, so much of what they tell us to put into our bodies is, like, poison. And I just would never do that to myself. Is there a homeopathic version of these? You know what those pills do, right? Yeah. Obviously, it's just I want to make sure that they are all natural and don't have any animal products. I'm not sure. Because I could never consume anything that would harm an animal. Uh Uh-huh. Do you know if there was any slave labor or sweatshops involved in the manufacturing of these? No idea. Because I could never consume a product that involved a violation of human rights. Or especially any product manufactured using child labor. I could just never contribute to the harming of a child. It is an atrocity that so many of our everyday products, some of those products right here, even at CVS, contribute to the harming of the weakest and most defenseless human beings. Okay, so you really, really need to make sure you understand what those pills actually do. You are pregnant with a child, embryo, fetus, whatever. It's your child. Those pills are going to kill that child and expel that child from your body and a huge amount of blood. You very well may see your dead baby when it comes out of you. Got it? Do you know if these pills are gluten-free?
0: I mean, it was well done, right? It was well done.
1: It's not, it's a good, somebody asked if that's real. That's actually a, it's, it was. I mean,
0: it's, you know, it's a, live action is, is a, Mm -hmm is an organization that is just anti-abortion they're very mm-hmm. active about that right. and that is just one of their little skit ads that they put together it's a pro-life
1: so, it's a pro-life skit yeah yeah mm-hmm.
0: i mean it's real to the extent that they made it <laughs> and put it out there and but- who knows maybe that
1: actually has happened at a cvs somewhere <laughs> this you is- know what of course it has it's 2023 you guys yeah have you seen the people we're dealing with it's probably <laughs> happened
3: <laughs> and that gluten-free You
1: guys have a wonderful weekend, and we will talk to you on Monday. Bye. Bye, everybody.